Welcome back, everyone. This is season two, episode 27 of The Nest. I am Dane, one of your honorary hosts for today, along with Maria Macias. And today we have a familiar guest as she was featured earlier this school year for our college prep episode in September. Folukemi Olufilipe. Hi, everyone. I'm super excited to be back. Uh, thank you again, Folo, for being here. Uh, Folo excels academically here in Doral Academy, and she's literally here to flex on how good she is at school. That, that's why she's here. And before we jump into this episode, Folo, I just want you to jot down all nine of the schools you got accepted to recently right now. I got into FIU, UCF, UF, Boston University, Northwestern University, Cornell, UPenn, Harvard, and Princeton. Mm, mm, keep it going. Oh, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. <laughs> And look, all that stuff's not easy. You obviously put a lot of work into it. And it's not just academics. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not just the GPA. It's not just the SAT score. There's all the extracurriculars you did since your freshman year in high school. And we can even go into middle school. Yeah. So uh, real quick for me, can you just uh, go into all the extracurriculars you did, how someone can get into it, and how that's really helped your college acceptance? So the biggest extracurricular that I listed on my application was Dural Police Explorers. And that wasn't even through school. That was a separate program. And that was basically just working day in, day out with police officers here in Doral. Um, a lot of volunteering. Volunteering is huge for college applications. It looks really great. I also listed Key Club, um, the Welcome Committee, which we give tours around the school, Firework Digital, which we're on right now. Uh, and Math Club was also a really big part of me. And that's pretty much what started my academic journey back in middle school. And I was with it all the way up till junior year. So I listed a total of eight extracurricular, extracurriculars on my application, but there were a few more. You just want to choose the ones that are really best for you, the ones that you have a lot of involvement in. Wait, how, how many hours did you sign off? I signed off 1,257 wow. hours, I think. Yeah. The majority of them came from Key Club and crazy. Police Explorers. Yeah. You said 1,257. I was part of my 200 hours, <laughs> a thousand, that's a lot. You do not need that many at all. They just added up over four years, honestly. So, Folu, piggybacking off of what you guys were just talking about, when was it that you really started to decide on what you were going to start doing for college applications? I think it was halfway through junior year during winter break that um, counselors kind of started coming in talking about, hey, the next few months of your life are going to be pretty hectic. You should start looking at schools you want to get into and just where you want to go after high school. So I remember starting my Common App, like just the basic application, personal information stuff in the winter break of my junior year. And there was kind of a standstill. I started doing my SAT, my ACT that following March. And then June was when I really started to write up my essays, formulate my activities list, gather people that were going to write my letters of recommendation. So from June to honestly, even now, that's when everything kind of started getting really crazy with college applications, a whole lot of writing. But the pacing yourself is what's like really important. So a part of your college application process, you do have to list your majors that you want to do. And in all nine of those schools, I know you want you want to go into psychology and you want to mm -hmm. go into law. Yeah. So which of those schools they really target your major? Which ones are stronger in law and psychology? I think psychology because it's such a broad major. Any school can really be good at it, but you have to look to the future, of course. So for law, definitely Harvard, Cornell, Princeton, UPenn. Those are the ones I'm really looking at because once I graduate my undergrad and I get my bachelor's in psychology, uh, law school is going to be the next step. And those schools are really, really great at preparing you for law school. They speak highly of them in the law world. So definitely those top four IVs. 
Yeah, and as much glamour and shine this all really is, just getting into all these Ivy Leagues, which, again, kudos. I'm sure you know this, but um, it's really stressful. It and is. It's, it's a lot. I mean, you said you started winter break of your junior year. So what? How, how's that stress, That just that constant thought in the back of your head, oh, college it application? It is not easy at all. I think college applications is like a whole other class. Like, you're taking seven classes your senior year? No, you're actually taking eight, and one of them is college applications. You would, And because it's self-paced, you just have all the time to work on it, so you have to be really motivated. And as this person who I do take APs, I do stuff outside of school that we've mentioned, um, on top of senior year, on top of COVID, it was so stressful. I'm going to be honest. It was not easy at all. A lot of late nights, a lot of emailing back and forth with people and just it was a lot and a very um it was a very stressful time to it be was, honest it was mentally challenging yes how, how were you how were you mentally mm, there were times where i was not in a good mental state I'll, I'll be honest here um especially i think between like september and december when everyone was online so you don't have access to your counselors like you usually do you can't go and see the school that you're applying to so sometimes it, unless you're on campus you don't have a feel for it and then you're like okay is this school like is there even a point applying to the school yeah. and you start to doubt yourself a lot. Yo, listen, Maddie's a sophomore, and she cries herself to sleep a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've never how, cried myself to sleep. <laughs> I'm, how many nights you cry yourself to sleep? Oh, I'd say easily four out of seven. Not and good. sometimes it wasn't even like anything was going on. It was just like, okay, let me just cry. Yeah. <laughs> let me just cry for crying. <laughs> crying is sometimes comforting. I'm not it's good. It's, it's healthy. It's but it, once, yeah. once you decide what school you want to go, I know you, ha you haven't decided. No, so, yeah, no we're not going to start this school yeah, yet. But you're going to feel so, you're going to feel free, weightless. I feel like it's there just going to get you really excited to like what's coming up, like yeah. for your future. And you're going to be like actually imagining yourself at school is going to be really cool. There are definitely moments of relief. I remember submitting my first application, I think it was FIU, and I was like, wow, like it's, it's happening. And then mm -hmm. I got into FIU and I was like, okay, it's really happening. Yeah, I'm guessing like a weight off your shoulders. Yeah, I remember getting into UCF in the middle of one of my classes and I was like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> and hey, you, you got a scholarship to I did get a you scholarship, got a scholarship to, to a lot of these schools. I did. We yeah. didn't even throw that out there. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and then you do your interviews, and it's like, okay, last interview done, last application submitted, first decision. And there are moments where you reflect, and you're like, wow, this is all the mental stress was definitely worth it. I think we should talk about also something that you're truly looking forward to wherever you end up. I mean, you can choose like a certain school that you're like, oh, like if I do end up here, I want to do this. Um, first of all, I'm just so excited that we're probably going to be in person. I know this year with college freshmen, it was really weird to transition mm -hmm. to a whole new place and probably be online. So the majority of my schools are going to be back in person. And I'm just excited for that stimulation again, you know, being with a group of people. I love group work and collaborating. I'm going to be hopefully in a new city, which is insane because I'm very big on culture and being around new people so i'm really excited to just explore and kind of see what life is like after covid yeah so for years i've been trying to get Folo into the party life she, <laughs> she, she never she's never been into it and it's been kind of hard with covid are you gonna join a sorority um probably not join a sorority but i am gonna have fun you know work i'm a huge believer in work hard play hard so don't listen to dang guys i do have fun <laughs> <laughs> i didn't spend nine months just in my room working on college apps so i'm really excited to just get out there and have that traditional college experience like you see in the movies and with this whole process what's mistakes i asked you earlier <laughs> Folu says she's perfect i did not say, I didn't say like perfect. that <laughs> 
<laughs> Unless she said she's perfect, she didn't make too mistakes. But she had a lot of guidance with her along. But what mistakes or what common mistakes do you think people should avoid when or applying? Or maybe just some advice. Yeah, people. I think yeah. the first thing is, and this goes without saying in life in general, don't lie because colleges will verify you verify things. I got in emails like, okay, is this true? Like, we're checking up. Um, whatever it is, whether it's an essay, an extracurricular, don't lie because the best version of yourself is what's going to get you into that school. And I think adding on to the whole best version of yourself, just if you want to tell school something about yourself, tell them. I wrote the most random essays. I mean, I wrote about One Direction for one of my essays and it worked. So don't think that there's this mold that you have to fit because mm -hmm. colleges and someone told me this i wish i remembered who but college someone told me that colleges aren't looking for a well-rounded person they're looking for a well-rounded class so they're looking for a violin player to be in class with a football player to be in class yes. with a biological researcher so just mm -hmm. trusting yourself trusting your instincts and what you want to do and that's going to get you to where you should end up yeah, yeah. and that adds to your personality they, they do look for personality it's not just I'm a perfect student, I'm a perfect student, that's all I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of people that could be yeah. doing the same things. What makes you different? And I think people find it hard maybe in your essays to kind of come across as, okay, this is what I'm writing in my essays, but I'm a completely different person in real life. And that's what I really liked about my interviews. I mean, I talked about cooking and food in probably all of my interviews. And in one of them, I remember talking about British soccer teams. And the guy was like, oh my gosh, I love soccer. And he emailed me last week, like, congratulations oh on your acceptance. I remember talking <laughs> about soccer. So it's those moments where you just have the most random quirky personality trait that colleges are really going to remember because they're not admitting like robots like they're they're real people yeah. they're not mean i promise <laughs> something that made you different is going to make them remember you more exactly yeah and back to what i was saying about the, the just the reality of avocations folu didn't get into every single school i didn't she didn't get into every single That's school that's okay she, look it's okay <laughs> she's sad and she literally got into harvard <laughs> yeah sad. Um, but how how was your how was your self esteem and how do you keep your self esteem up even though you get re <laughs> no you can say yeah, I you, did I, mean, I got rejected how do you, how do you just, your confidence and self esteem mm -hmm. at the same level that it was before so first off if you're sad it's okay to be sad I remember getting deferred from Georgetown which was my dream school and there's literally a video of me crying like just for hours because yeah. I was just so upset and you kind of get back on the saddle you're like okay it's not the only school. Schools are looking for very different things in their um, criteria. And you, you don't know what they're looking for, so you can't beat yourself up over it. Remember, this is a random person in some other state just mm -hmm. looking at you, and it's, they're judging you, honestly. So don't think, wow, this random alumni didn't want me. Like, my life is over. And then I did get rejected from Stanford, and... I'll be honest, by then, it didn't really hit me. I was like, okay, whatever. Uh, we'll, whatever. We can move on. Like, yeah, um, if it hurts, it hurts. It's okay, but don't let it be the end because then if you just stop working after that rejection maybe it's in the early action or decision round then you're not going to get anywhere else if you just give up so don't give up and know that it's okay people get rejected all the time these places have like four percent acceptance rates it's insane mm -hmm. um so yeah keep keep your head up it, it's healthy to get it's just part of growing mm -hmm. and it's not even just from school like every, getting rejected anywhere it just as long as you 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 know how to lose, quote unquote. Yeah. You're that like, you're gonna learn from that. And know that you're not the only one because the person that you end up with at a different school or the people you interact with, they didn't necessarily get into all their schools either. But you're all there at that one school you did get into for a reason. And even if you can't see the reason, there's light at the end of the tunnel. 
um, getting deferred from Georgetown and then waitlisted. I was like, okay, like life is over, but it's not. You see where I ended up, and I'm so, so grateful for it. And it's not even just getting rejected. Oh, I can go to a better school. It's you can get you can apply to 50 schools. You can get rejected off 50 schools. You can start your, your two years at Miami Dade where you finish. Uh, that's that's real important too. I mean, look, Michael Jordan, uh, arguably. I think LeBron is better, but arguably <laughs> one of the best basketball players. He he didn't play varsity basketball until his senior year. I'm, it's just where you finish. It's yeah, and if you do get rejected from a school, don't think that you have to add on a different school. Speaking from experience, because I did do that after getting deferred from Georgetown, I was like, okay, I'm going to apply to two more schools, and I got into those schools. So don't think you have to apply to 50, because the chances of you getting into all 50 are slim. Mm -hmm. Apply to the number that you feel comfortable you with, want. and yeah. yeah, trust in your instincts and your extracurriculars, your essays, your interviews, that you're going to end up where you should be. Wrapping up on academics, we all know you are a senior here, you're going to college next year, and that's going to be really cool, but do you want to say something about how people should remember you, how you want to be remembered, like kind of like your last week? Oh man, this is so sentimental. Start crying. No, <laughs> I might. Um, I, yeah, like you said, I'm much more than just academics, or I'm more than college applications, which I feel is what a lot of people maybe know me by, or just what I talk about in general, but honestly, I just... I just want to have fun, and I want to remember these last few weeks here at Doral. Um, Doral's been such a big part of my life. I've literally known Dane since, like, sixth grade. <laughs> and Mari, even though we just met this year. But I just want to remember, like, the relationships that I've built here with um, staff, my teachers, my friends, and just have a good time. Don't forget about us. No, she I can won't. never. I won't let her. <laughs> I'll be like, photos. Hey. And I want people to know that if you know me or you know someone that knows me, reach out to me if you have questions. I love talking about this stuff or just life in general um follows a really friendly person oh thank Coming you from someone who <laughs> this no, year, i'm telling you so if, if we wouldn't cut her off in this episode she would not stop talking that yeah <laughs> i am a talkative <laughs> person i'm sorry <laughs> no it's good it's good and with that yes we're cutting off Fulu <laughs> once again a big thank you for taking your time out today and, and meeting here with us. Of course. Be sure to check out Dural Academy's social media. Our TikTok is Dural Academy. Our Instagram is Dural Academy Preparatory. We also have a blog, bfbdigital.com. And we'll catch you next week on The Nest.